You are listening to Baking Boss Kitchen Secrets with Naomi Rose, the food business talk show that shares with you the reality of what's happening in the food and hospitality industry. I am on a mission to help as many people as possible grow and build successful food businesses. Each week on this podcast, you'll get useful information, top tips, as well as what's really happening in the kitchen behind the scenes. Let's get on to today's show. Hello everybody and welcome to today's episode of Baking Boss Kitchen Secrets. I'm Naomi and I'm your host for the podcast today and I am going to be talking to you about how you don't need to be an expert to start a baking business because I certainly wasn't. I'm going to tell you that right up front now. I was definitely far from being an expert and I did it. So we're going to talk about what is stopping you from really getting going and that kind of expert. But before I do, I want to tell you about something I've got really exciting coming up in the next couple of weeks. Starting on the 21st of November, I have got a three-day challenge that will help you become a baking boss in 2024. So this is for anybody who's just got an idea of wanting to start a baking business, who maybe is already started to sell a few things to friends and family or for those people that have got a side hustle and want to go full time but just don't know how to get there because it's difficult. I understand it's you know leaving the comfort of a full-time job is a really hard commitment to give up. So this is what the challenge is going to do. It's going to help you think about how you can get to where you want to be with your baking dream, what that dream business is and how we're going to get there because I did it. I was a nine to five office worker. I did where probably where some of you were listening now I was exactly the same and this is where I absolutely began I just began by taking a first step so this is what this challenge is going to help you with in the show notes of this podcast there will be a link so you can go and sign up to the free day challenge if you can't join live don't worry because it's all going to be recorded so you can come back later but for everyone who takes part in the three day challenge you will have the opportunity to win some amazing prizes which I'll announce in a special masterclass on the 27th of November and then I am going to be launching my business of baking course at the end of the month which is going to be a great opportunity for anybody who really wants to set those goals set that business strategy and get going with their baking business because I want to do it together I did it on my own and I learned the hard way I made lots of mistakes I wasted an awful lot of money lots of money trying to learn everything myself and it wasn't the most efficient way of doing it and I was quite lonely a lot of the time you know it's hard when you're starting up a business on your own and there's no support network which is exactly why I designed the course so go get onto the free challenge and then all the details of everything else coming up will be on there so the link is in the show notes but if not go to my website bakingboss.net or visit the socials for the link and you can sign up there So today I am going to be talking to you about how you don't need to be an expert to have a baking business. When I first opened my cafe and bar, actually way before I first opened my cafe and bar, I just stopped myself so many times from doing something I loved because I felt I didn't have the right knowledge. I never run a business. I've never done it on my own. And I wasn't a professionally trained baker. I'm not a patisserie expert. I'm not a you know bread expert. I never trained professionally in any of those things. And I just kept going, I can't do it because I don't know enough. I can't do it because I don't know enough. Here's a reality check because this is what I was the biggest learning curve I had when I first started out was it doesn't matter if you've got years of experience, you're going to learn every single day. You don't just 
walk into learning a new language and expect to know the language. It's the same with any business. It's going to grow and adapt. So you can know as, you know, you could have all of the information. You could have done some procrastinate learning. You could have been, you know, training yourself, doing classes, whatever it might be. All you're doing is just delaying you starting your business. Sometimes you just got to take action. That's what a lot of us do is we stop ourselves. We think we're not good enough. We compare ourselves to the competition. Look at everybody else doing so much better than us. Anyone who's close to me will know that I have done this almost every single day, even in this business. I still do that. I look at everybody else that's doing so much better than me. The truth is you don't really know how well everybody else is doing and they're probably having the same thoughts that you are. It's just that you don't know behind the scenes. You're making massive assumptions of what everybody else is doing rather than really focusing on the thing that you need to concentrate on and that's taking actions for your own business in the right way. So you're not going to know everything, you'll learn. So some of the things that I did to get myself over this expertitis, well instead of going in feeling like I need to know everything, I'm going to go in and with the approach of I know nothing. I don't know anything about this because I didn't. I really didn't. I didn't know much about business. I, oh, well, I no, that's not true. I learned a lot from my previous jobs and I used the experience I'd already gained to implement in this current job. What I did was I kind of went in, well, I'm going to figure out if I want to get to my final destination of opening a cafe, bar and bakery, what steps do I need to do to get there? And it was that was how it happened. So I thought, well, I'm going to need the right team of people around me. I'm going to need to know how to turn a building that wasn't a cafe into a cafe. I need to learn how to put in kitchen equipment. I need to know how to do all of that. I just wrote down a big long list of everything that actions that needed to happen. Not what I needed to know or learn or be an expert in, but what I needed to do. And then just took it step by step. And suddenly having that change of thought from I'm going to learn rather than I don't know enough was like, well, I'm going to come in open-minded. I'm probably going to make mistakes. <laughs> Newsflash for all of you people out there, even the most experienced people in business make mistakes every single day, but they're not something that should hold you back. Sometimes taking messy action is a good thing to do. Sometimes you just have to give it a go. And, you know, what is the worst that could really happen? You probably learn something from it. But sometimes what we can do is just trip ourselves up because we feel like we don't know enough. And what we actually have to do is go, well, I know I know how to bake. So this is where I started. I know how to bake. No, I'm not Mary Berry. I'm not Delia Smith. I'm not a Michelin star chef, but I know how to bake. And every day I learn a new thing about baking. And I still learn a new thing about baking now. And that's how I went in with a different approach. I didn't know anything about how to cook or bake gluten-free or vegan when I first opened the cafe. In about a week, I learned how to do that because that's what customers wanted. So I learned as I went on the job because that is what my business required me to do. So sometimes you just have to go with what you've got and build on that. You're starting with your passion and passion and determination will outweigh knowledge because if you're passionate about something and you really believe in something, then you're prepared to learn. You're prepared to take that risk and that fear that it might all go horribly wrong. You might fail. What if we kind of said, but if I didn't take that risk, am I doing people a disservice? Because I've got something that people like. People say to me, they like my baking, but how many more people can I make happy with what I do? By sharing what I love to do, who said you had to do a job that you didn't love? Who told you that? Because <laughs> you can, you can absolutely do that job. If you're really passionate about what you do, you love baking, it's all you can think about. Sometimes you just got to take that step. 
Take the first step. Every step of the way, you will block yourself with your own mind. And this is one of the biggest things I think we have to conquer in business. And it's something you have to work on every single day because it's going to challenge you and tell you little stories about yourself that other people don't see. But you have to remember that every business owner goes through this. No one's really an expert. And when you get to the bottom of it, what is really an expert? Someone who knows a little bit more than someone else. That's it. There's a lot of people that really don't know how to bake, but enjoy eating cakes. You can bake. You've got some great things that you can share. Why not share them? Why not share that experience? Why not share that with people? Give them a comfort that they need. When I wanted to first open the cafe and bar, the idea of how I wanted people to feel and be in the building, how they wanted, how their experience was, was where I kind of almost started envisaging what it would be like. I wanted to feel relaxing. I wanted it to be friendly. I wanted people to be able to come in and have a coffee, whether they're by themselves or with a group of friends, and just feel like they're at home. That was what I wanted to create. For me, that was a comfort. Going out for a morning coffee and having that atmosphere, feeling where you're somewhere warm and safe with good food and hot drinks and in an, an atmosphere which can almost inspire you and take you take you out of your everyday living. That's what I wanted to create. So that passion to create that and share that with other people started to outweigh the lack of business know-how. I had no idea how to turn a building that looked nothing like a cafe. It really didn't. If you've seen the pictures online of what my cafe bar looked before we started opening it, it was an old nightclub slash amusement arcade. We actually ripped out the amusement arcade out the corner and I had to turn that into a commercially safe kitchen eating area. And I no idea. I didn't even know about building control until halfway through the actual build itself when someone says you need to check this for building control. Right, let's find out who building control is and where do I find them. But again, I learned on the job. I had that mindset of wanting to learn. So that is one thing. You've just got to be open minded. You've got to be prepared to say, I don't know the answer to that. I think the thing that really helped drive my business forward was instead of looking at what the problems were, because <laughs> there were there were many things that needed to be done to the building to get it up to standard, to get it to the right place. Even ongoing every day, there was always something that was, there was always something coming up that you needed to deal with. But instead of thinking, oh, that's just the problem with that is, it's like when you used to get builders around your house and they go, well, the problem with that is, instead of thinking a bit like that, think of it, well, what is the solution? What are my options? What decisions can I make here to get past this current barrier? And you have to think solution-based. You look at the options, you then work out the best route through and you try it. If it doesn't work, you rethink it. And that is exactly how I kind of went into my business saying, well, I'm going to learn. I'm going to be open-minded. I'm going to stay determined and focus on my goals. And I'm going to look for the solutions rather than the problems to situations, because that is what is going to make this happen. And I'm going to be smart about it. I'm going to processes in place that will help me keep an eye on how everything is going. And I'll analyse the data and then I'll look at what I can do better next time. And even if those systems aren't what people would normally do. They were the systems that worked for me and they worked. And it was simply just doing those step by step every single day, a little bit more. I learned and gained a lot more knowledge, a lot more confidence. So I didn't feel that I needed to be the expert. And actually, I mean, a really great example of this is when I, before I quit my nine to five job, 
I was actually working, I was heading up a digital team. I was leading a digital team for a um, a national charity here in the UK. A lot of the stuff that was involved in my team was very technical web development. There's also content creation, so a lot of content writing for the websites. Also looked after all of the social media. So that that my team were involved in like some real technical coding behind the scenes, building platforms. And these the website that we were sort of in charge of was huge. It was massive. I can tell you now, I would not be able to do any of the web developers jobs. Not in a million years. I can do a little bit of coding <laughs> from back in the day when I first started to work on websites. I managed to learn some very basic and very bad coding um, because I was the only one that could manage the website at that point. But I would not have a clue how to do the web developer's job. Not a clue. But it wasn't my job to do that. My job was to run the team, manage the team, lead them. And I was perfectly okay with accepting that I don't need to know how to do this job because I know someone else can do it. I had someone else that had the skills, the knowledge and the understanding of, well, I can do this so much easier than you, than you trying to do my job for me. So I delegated that skill, that job, that particular task to other people because they would do it better than me. When I started the cafe, bar and bakery, I outsourced the stuff that I wasn't good at. I had an accountant to help me with the finances. I had someone helping me with some of the PR and marketing, even though it was my background, I'd been in PR and marketing. I didn't have the time. <laughs> I had a team of 17 people I had to manage and look after, and I was still learning how to do everything from an operations point of view. So I I had people that I could outsource who had more skills and knowledge in those particular areas. And I said, I want this doing. Can you do that? Yes. Great. Thinking in that way of like, well, actually, I'm the leader of my business. I'm the one in charge. I'm the CEO. And I need to think like that. I don't necessarily need to know how to do every single job. I don't need to be the expert every single job in my business. But what I need to do is give people the direction they need to do that job. I'm not the best person necessarily at doing the customer service or running tables or doing the washing up sometimes. It's not a great use of my time. Yes, I would do it occasionally when times when, you know, someone called in sick and we were getting behind. But I had people doing those jobs because my time was best spent looking at how to build that strategy. And when it came to baking and actually making cakes and all of those sorts of things for the business, my team they had a huge amount of knowledge. So I learned a lot of what I know now from them. We built all of that knowledge and skill and took our combined information that we had to turn it into my business. When none of us were all home cooks, we weren't, none of us were professionally trained. I didn't feel that that was a necessary approach. And actually, even with the bakery, a lot of the team that came in were complete novices. They'd never done it before, but they came in with an open mind of being prepared to learn. So this is why you don't need to be an expert. You're just prepared to learn. So the one thing that we do get scared of, though, is failure and making mistakes. And I used to say it so many times. Oh, what if I fail at this business? What if it all goes wrong? Well, hey, I did close the business. Didn't mean I failed, though. And it's taken me a long time to get comfortable with that. It didn't mean I failed. I just, I had, I did the best with all the information I could and there was nothing more I could do. And that's the way you have to look at it. 
And I got a huge amount of experience from doing that job by learning, by being open minded. And yes, I had to close a cafe, bar and bakery, which was it was tough. That was not easy. And I've talked about that before. What I've learned and how I ran my business for the years before that, there was nothing more I could have done because there was an economic and global crisis that I was (laughs) I would never be able to be in my current circumstances. My Costs were far too high. My income was far too far too low to be able to make the business sustainable without a massive injection of cash flow, which I just did not have. So the most sensible decision for my business was to close it. And that's what I had to do. I had to make that difficult decision. And it wasn't the first choice. In fact, it was the very last choice because I kept staff employed. I did all of the right things. But it doesn't mean I failed. It just means that the direction changed, the world changed, and I had to adapt. Great thing, because I'm sitting here now and I'm able to help you because I can share everything I've learned along the way and make what you do with your business so much easier because you've got me to support you, which is a person I didn't have. So I made a lot of mistakes. I don't want you to worry about what if I fail, what if it goes wrong. You will have days where customers complain. You will have days when nothing sells. It is inevitable. It sometimes just happens. But don't go away and break your business because it happens every single day. We all have things that don't go to according to our plan. Instead of seeing them as something that goes wrong, a mistake, failure, oh, it didn't work. It just went all, all went all peat tong. Look at it as an opportunity to get better the next time. Take the information you've got and learn from it because you will grow so much more. If I'd given up on trying to make sourdough, when we first were thinking of opening the bakery and it took three months to get the sourdough right three months it was just not working it was we had a battle and we did it every single day if I'd have given up then there's absolutely no chance we would have managed to sell as much bread as we did in the bakery and then gone on to Britain's Best Loaf Awards so sometimes you just have to kind of put that emotional side of your mind push that you know make that voice a little bit quieter and put the business head on it's difficult I know because you've kind of got these two voices in your head which is your I love doing this and I really want it to do well but you have to kind of think like a business sometimes so you're going to have to marry the two together somehow which I'm not saying it's easy but hey look come and talk to me about it I'm here so come and get my group and tell me how you're getting on what's what's your biggest battle and I can absolutely guarantee your mind will be saying to you well you're not the ex other people are doing it better than you don't presume you know how other people are doing because in hospitality we serve with a smile it's our natural stature we serve with a smile and we don't want to seem like we're failing in any way but this is why I created that group so it's not that you're failing and it's not that you're going wrong you just need that extra support and a bit of guidance and that's why the group is there because there is people that can talk behind the scenes inside the hospitality industry and if people have told you and I've had this And I've wandered into other Facebook groups where I've seen these conversations. I have people say, you're mad to do it. You shouldn't do it. You've got no experience or then you're crazy. These were actually words that were said to me at points. If I'd have listened to any of them, I wouldn't have done it. (laughs) Yeah, well, okay, maybe. But if I don't try, I don't know. And hey, it was the best thing I did. So there we go. Even with all of the ups and downs, it was still the best thing I did. And I would I absolutely will 100% say that I will never work for anyone else again because I like working for myself. I like that. Even though some days I have to work longer hours and I want to, is what I love to do. And I'm doing all of this and I'm not being the expert. The other final thought I'm just going to put here for you today is 
Be open with people. Tell people your story because what makes your business special is you. And if you, you know, if you watch these cooking shows, cooking competitions like Great British Bake Off or MasterChef or whatever that might be, these contestants that are coming on it, they are just like you. But look how much talent they've got. Why are you not sharing that talent with other people? They go on to be successful in what they do. They still carry on doing their passion. And, you know, look at some of the most, look at some of them that have kind of got restaurants from it. And they all started just by taking step one, just by entering into that competition. Thing is, you don't need to win a competition to prove your worth because you've already got that knowledge. So you can use what you know, talk to people around you. If people love your baking, then just tell them your story, tell them your background, tell them your passion. And that's what makes your business special is because you're in it. And that's where you will succeed because telling them your story, being open, tell people I just love baking. People will really appreciate the honesty. People like to know where people have come from. People understand that and connecting with your community, finding out what they like and what they don't like, that will give you the confidence to move forward every day in your business. And I'm going to leave you my final thought on today's podcast, which I'll leave you with. And this happened about a year after I'd opened. So it was actually, it was um, on our year anniversary after I'd opened the cafe and bar. And we got regular customers and I had one customer that came in almost every day. They said to me on the year anniversary of our business because we were doing a little celebration giving out cupcakes that kind of thing said this place has really been a lifesaver to me and I really thank you for everything you've done because he'd been through a really tough time he'd had a really difficult time the year before and we opened just at a pivotal point in his life we were able to give him that support that we never knew we gave him just by being there just by doing what we did imagine that effect you could have on someone else by what you do you've got something great share it don't don't deny the world what you've got if you think there are too many baking businesses out there just go down the high street and see how many hairdressers see how many barbers there are just go and walk down the high street and see how many there are we are better together there is always room for more that was today's podcast on why you do not need to be an expert to start a food and baking business. I'd really love to hear your stories around this because I know some of you might have got some professional experience, some of you might not, but I'd really love to know what your background is and what's sort of holding you back. What are your worries about taking that next step in your business? The reason I'm asking is because I really want to know the answer so I can help you because I've been through all of those stages. It took me nearly two years to open the bakery because I was didn't think it would work and I wasn't a professional baker, <laughs> even though I'd already got the cafe. But that's the reality. So I'm here to help you get past all of those blocks that are stopping you from taking that next step. So come and tell me your experience of this. What scares you about what you don't know? I'd really like to hear those fears. And don't forget the three day challenge starts on the 21st of November. And I'd love, 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 love for you all to get involved. And like I say, it's being recorded. So if you can't attend live, you can watch it afterwards and get involved in the Facebook group because there are people just like you in the same stage that need your help. Together, we'll certainly achieve goals much easier than if we're trying to do it alone. And I did it alone. And it was a lot harder than working with other people. Have a great day and I'll see you on the next episode. And as ever, happy baking. Thank you for listening to Baking Boss Kitchen Secrets with Naomi Rose. If you're enjoying this podcast, then please do give it a review. And don't forget to subscribe and follow. If you want to get some useful resources, then do visit my website, bakingboss.net. 
and give me a follow on social media at Naomi Rose Baking Boss and I am Baking Boss. We'll see you on the next episode.